Did you notice Jesus kind of picked a fight in today's gospel? The people spoke well of Jesus and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. And they also wondered how it could be so, since Jesus was just the carpenter's kid. And maybe realizing that, they started not believing in him as much. And that's when Jesus dropped the bomb on them. Just like Elijah and Elisha not being honored in Israel, I'm not going to be honored here in Nazareth, Jesus said. Now, it may seem like a simple prediction of what was about to happen when they tried to hurl him off a cliff, but he was comparing them to Israel during the time of the prophets Elijah and Elisha. That was during the time when Israel was pretty much at its worst. Ahab and his sons, Ahaziah and Jeroboam, were the three successive kings during that time. And they not only rejected God and prayed to the idol Baal, but Ahab even had most of the prophets of God killed. And his sons were not much better. So for Jesus to say, I'm going to be rejected by you, just like you rejected, rejected Elijah, or just like Elijah and Elisha were rejected by Israel is not quite to call the people of Nazareth a bunch of prophet-killing idolaters, but it's close. Their anger at Jesus makes some sense now, when they say, now they're saying, who are you, you carpenter's son, to call us idolaters? Jesus had just declared the year of the Lord's favor in reading from the prophet Isaiah. And now he was declaring the people of Nazareth excluded from that. Or seemingly. So Jesus does seem rather less kind, less than kind in his rebuke. But he also revealed something of their hearts. He gave them rebuke and they tried to kill him. Rather than consider the possible truth of his words. Or ask why he was comparing them to Israel during Elijah and Elisha's time. They got mad, tried to kill him and proved him right. In their minds... Jesus had let them down. Understatement of the morning. I'm pretty sure that they then let Jesus down as well. His reaction, though, was not murderous or even violent. He didn't fight his way through the crowd. I bet he was pretty scrappy. He probably could have, but he didn't fight his way through the crowd. He simply passed through the crowd and went on his way. Now, how that's even remotely possible in a mob trying to kill him, we don't know. But he's Jesus. He can do miracles. So... Presumably then, it just says he went on to the next town. But I would guess that Jesus then also prayed for the people of Nazareth, like he prayed for those who crucified him. Father, forgive them. We don't know that, but I think it's a pretty safe bet. When the people of Nazareth let Jesus down, Jesus responded in a 1 Corinthians 13 kind of way. Love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Rather than being irritable and resentful like the people of Nazareth, Jesus rejoiced in the truth, even if it was a truth that was hard to tell and hard for them to hear. Now, if the people of Nazareth had responded in a 1 Corinthians 13 kind of love, we might have had a very different gospel story than we did today. 
rather than close their ears and their hearts and their minds to Jesus' words and try to commit murder, they could have patiently listened, asked questions, and looked deep within themselves to discover the truth of Jesus' words. And then they maybe would have been healed by Jesus. Instead, when Jesus let them down, they tried to kill him. Now people let us down too. People are going to let you down. That's part of what the nature of being people. But how do we or how will we respond? With 1 Corinthians 13, love or Nazareth-like anger. And I would guess both at various times. Maybe not throwing someone off a cliff kind of anger, but still, being less than pleased when people let us down. We uh, started off today with the words of Jeremiah. And did any of y'all recognize that text? Head nods, shakes, any... Blank stare, okay. Uh, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. A little more familiar there? Yeah. That's a passage you find on greeting cards or uh, sympathy cards, uh, Christian inspiration and bumper stickers. Um, And it reminds us that before we were formed in the womb, God knew us. And we easily and readily take the words of God spoken to Jeremiah and apply them to ourselves. Maybe not the next part of it where we're consecrated and anointed to be uh, prophets to the nations. Um, But certainly that before God formed us in the womb, God knew us. That passage was not written about any of us. That was written about Jeremiah. And yet we feel that it applies to us as well, and rightly so. Now in telling the people of Nazareth that they would reject him and his words, Jesus was speaking to them... And yet we can feel as though Jesus' words apply to us too, and rightly so. There is idolatry within us. There is rejection of God within us. And there is also love, faith, and acceptance of Jesus' words, and repentance and forgiveness within us. Fully to live out the First Corinthians kind of love which is within us, we also have to accept and hear God's help and ask God's help to reform the Nazareth within us. Hear the words of Jeremiah as you look for the Nazareth within you. Before you were in the womb, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, says God. And I know that there is rejection of me within you, but before you were in the womb, I knew you. And then respond with 1 Corinthians 13 kind of love. Ask and listen to the questions, where is there idolatry and some Nazareth within me? And where is there rejection of God within me? Ask and listen to those questions with 1 Corinthians 13 kind of love, realizing that God is asking those questions of us with 1 Corinthians 13 kind of love. What we find in Jesus is one who asks the hard questions, who shines light on the darkest parts of ourselves, and then encourages us to respond by accepting his rebuke as a gift of love, that we might more fully love him and others. And as we go on accepting Jesus' rebuke in love, we might even find ourselves more readily to accept That Jeremiah passage, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. Now, we're not all going to be prophets to the nations, but we can all have God's words 
in our mouths, as Jeremiah did, to speak them in love to others. Hearing and accepting Jesus' rebuke of us, given in love, we can more fully live 1 Corinthians 13 kind of love. We're still going to let each other down. We're people. We do that. But we also are people who can respond in love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Amen. Amen.